0: This podcast is sponsored by Amulon. If you're bored in a sacrament meeting, Amulon can delay the onset of apostasy. Ask your bishop if Amulon is right for you. Amulon may cause nausea, vomiting, vertigo, blasphemy, and temporal death.
1: So I was talking to my sister, the one that was Mormon. And she's like, if you finish the Book of Mormon, you really, really need to read the Doctrine and Covenants. Oh, yeah. I don't I've read that through seminary, and I don't even know if I could say that I read the whole thing. <laughs> she's like, don't you remember, Gigi? That's where, like, Joseph Smith would like, make all of his weird, crazy proclamations about stuff. And it was all about the settlement of the pioneers. She's like, if you think the Book of Mormon has got some crazy stuff in it, she's like, get to the DNC.
0: Yeah, that stuff is bonkers. I know. And we know this because as we've been roasting saints we've been reading passages of it that they refer to. Right. And it's crazy. Yeah I really want to get Mosiah out of my life hey. Because we're on
1: chapter 23 right so we're making okay progress. Uh.
0: <laughs>
1: I know. Hey give us the preamble Gigi. Alma refuses to be king. He serves as high priest. The Lord chastens his people, and the Lamanites conquer the land of Helam. Helam, I can't remember him saying that right. <laughs> Amulon, leader of King Noah's wicked priests, rules subjects to the Lamanite monarch. About 145 to 121 BC.
0: We haven't been talking about Alma for a while and his little cult that he formed by that pool that he was baptizing people in. Right. We think that he pissed off into the wilderness because that's where Smitty sends everyone. Right. But he just totally dropped the ball on that story. Alma was last talked about, I guess, in
1: chapter 18. Alma and his people flee from King Noah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get back to Mr. Alma. Okay. Now Alma, having been warned of the Lord that the armies of King Noah would come upon them and having made it known to his people, therefore they gathered together their flocks and took their grains and departed into the wilderness before the armies of King Noah. And the Lord did strengthen. Them and the people of King Noah could not overtake them to destroy them, and they fled eight days' journey into the wilderness.
0: So, this is way back when Noah was still alive. Limhi is Noah's son. Okay. And they came to a land, yay, even a very beautiful and pleasant land, a land of pure water. Oh, there's just water everywhere, Gigi. Of course. And they built their homes of water, because it was a land (laughs) of pure water. Maybe he just took them to, like, the North Pole or something. Maybe the hat didn't work
1: at that moment, (laughs) and he maybe got a grammatical error.
0: I think his brain was erroring. And they pitched their tents and began to till the ground. So they just brought all of their stuff with them they're very industrious people and began to build buildings yay they were industrious and did labor exceedingly I see Smitty wants to point out how industrious these godly people were because he wants his people to be industrious for him too well the Mormons more
1: than any other religion in America and probably any in the world perfectly at the right time piggybacked on the expansion of the United States Mm. and the idea idea that, you know, America had some great manifest destiny. Ooh. It was a taught everywhere that America needed to go from sea to shining sea. And the Mormons really did that. Right. They settled so much of the Southwest. It was a perfect made-up religion for the perfect time when there was so much land to be had. Mm. And the people were desirous that Alma should be their king, for he was beloved by his people. Sure. But he said unto them, Behold... (laughs) It is not expedient that we should have a king. For thus saith the Lord. Ye shall not esteem one flesh above another. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Or one man shall not think himself above another. Therefore, I say unto you, it is not expedient that ye should have a king. Nevertheless, if it were possible that ye could always have just men to be your kings, it would be well for you to have a
0: king. What? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. But remember the iniquity of King Noah and his priests. And I myself was caught in a snare, you were, and did many things which were abominable in the sight of the Lord, which caused me or repentance. What were these things? Nevertheless, after much tribulation, which of course we won't go into here because many wants to move on to other things, the Lord did hear my cries and did answer my prayers and has made me an instrument in his hands in bringing so many of you to a knowledge of his truth Ah, he likes being an instrument in God's hands doesn't he oh yeah he just wants to lay alongside God while (laughs) God just plays him like a fiddle and falls into him and is in a warm (laughs) glow of God's light Take it away. Oh, am I already there? Okay. (laughs) Nevertheless.
1: In this I do not glory, for I am unworthy to glory of myself. Although he's just glorying himself right now. Glorying all over himself. He is, he is. And now I say unto you, ye have been oppressed by King Noah, and have been in bondage to him and his priests, mm. and have been brought into iniquity by them. Therefore, ye were bound with the bands of iniquity. <laughs> and now, as ye have been delivered by the power of God out of these bonds, yea, even out of the hands of King Noah and his people and also from the bonds of iniquity even so I desire that ye should stand fast in this liberty wherewith ye have been made free and that ye trust no man to be a king over you do you hear how this is like an American type of zeitgeist here oh the freedom
0: yeah 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 will turn out to not be freedom because he's still leading them even if they don't want a king true tell me what they're so free about right now right And go and plow the field And also, trust no one to be your teacher nor your minister
1: except he be a man of God, walking in his ways and keeping his commandments.
0: (laughs) Who determines who that is? Thus did Alma teach his people that every man should love his neighbour in the biblical way, as himself, that there should be no contention among them. And now Alma was their high priest, he being the founder of their church. sounds like he's the leader. I know. Anyway. And Came to pass that none received authority to preach or to teach except it were by him from God. Ah, oh, Smitty likes that, see? Right. So now it's censorship. That's a type of Smitty. Therefore, he consecrated all their priests and all their teachers. And by consecrated, we mean he fucked them. And none were consecrated except they were just men. That's right. He only likes men. He doesn't want any women. So this is none of what you just said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is setting up the Melchizedek priesthoods and the different varying levels of Bullshit. Awards that you get when you become a man. Yeah. Yeah, like it's setting up that this is the one and only way that this authority from God has passed to men only. They have to be basically consecrated in oil. Ooh. It's setting up the mindset for the Mormon religion.
0: While also mind-numbing them with the boredom. I don't know that this
1: would be boring to people back in the day when they didn't have TVs. (laughs) But I have to say, like, if you're going to start your own religion, you need a book to point to. Something besides you, this other thing, this authority...
0: So tell me, how do you make a cult today then? Because people don't trust books as much anymore, and sometimes rightly so.
1: Human interaction with other humans is a very powerful thing. You go on TikTok. You need to have the people around because you have to have some kind of control over what they're doing with themselves on a regular basis. Mm. Look at what Scientology does. Therefore, they did watch over their people and did nourish them with things pertaining to righteousness.
0: And what was that?
1: Information to make their brains better. About how to be good. Yeah. And it came to pass that they began to prosper exceedingly in the land, and they called the land Helam. And it came to pass that they did multiply and prosper exceedingly in the land of Helam. Oh, God. And they built a city, which they called the city of Helam.
0: Nevertheless, the Lord seeth fit to chase. And his people, because if you want them to be fruitful and multiply, the best thing to do is to tell them they can't. I mean, keep going. <laughs> Yay! he trieth their patience and their faith, nevertheless, whosoever putteth his something... <laughs> oh my god I better just read it as it is putteth his trust stick in him the same shall be lifted up at the last day yay and thus it was with this people oh you're horrible yes so okay this is why I have a problem
1: with this Mm. okay these people they're doing the best they can they've tried to start democracy there's no democracy there no I mean they look they didn't have a king but they have authority through God they say and they're nourishing their brains with righteous Mm -hmm. things but Nevertheless, God <laughs> decided to chasten them in order to test their patience. I have a problem with that. Like, I don't like that kind of teaching. I think that's bad to think about.
0: Right. Good is good and bad is bad. And if you're just doing bad things to people for the hell of it, you're a shitty leader. I mean, that's not a good God. Good gods, yo. Verse 23. Far behold, I will show unto you that mine is bigger than yours. Ah, oh, I've got to stop. That they were brought into bondage and none could deliver them but the Lord their God. Yay! Even the God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob. Thanks for reiterating that. You could have just said God, dipstick, and it came to pass that he did deliver them and he did show forth his mighty power unto them and great were their rejoicings. Deliver them from what? God tested them and put them into bondage. And then delivered them from that. And only God could get them out.
1: So he's not very specific about this. No. He's just like, oh, and they were brought into bondage, but they got out. And it came to pass that he did deliver them, and he did show forth his mighty power unto them, and great were their rejoicings. For behold, it came to pass that while they were in the land of Helam, yea, in the city of Helam, while tilling the (laughs) land round about, behold, an army of the Lamanites was in the borders of the land.
0: And now it came to pass
1: that the brethren of Alma fled from their fields and gathered themselves together in the city of Helam. Helam. And they were much (laughs) frightened because of the appearance of the Lamanites. But Alma went forth and stood among them and exhorted them that they should not be frightened, that they should remember the Lord their God, and he would deliver them. So Alma is like, hey guys, we're being kidnapped, but you just put your faith in God. You just let everything happen. What's going to (laughs) happen?
0: Therefore, they hushed their fears and began to cry unto the Lord. I don't know, they still sound pretty scared. But he would soften the hearts of the Lamanites, that they would spare them... Oh, and their wives and their children. (laughs) This is
1: horrible. Even though these people are doing nothing really wrong, God decides to test their patience and he puts them into bondage. And how does he do that? He has the Lamanites come in and threaten to kill all of the women and the children and the men.
0: Mm. Okay, well, what does God do? Did all their crying work? I don't know. And it came to pass that the Lord did soften the hearts of the Lamanites. And Alma and his brethren went forth and delivered themselves up into their hands. Yeah. What? They just went over to them. They surrendered. And Lamanites are like, we're not going to kill you if you
1: surrender. Uh, Probably to make them slaves. So continue to read on.
0: And the Lamanites took possession of the land of Elam. Hmm. Verse 30. Now the armies of the Lamanites, which had followed after the people of King Limhi. Okay, now we're jumping back Mm -hmm. to the last chapter where we ended. Had been lost in the wilderness for many days. Yes, you've told us that, sweetie. Mm -hmm. And behold, they had found those priests of King Noah in a place which they called Amulon. It's like an amulet, but it's an Amulon. (laughs) And they had begun to possess the land of Amulon. Amulon? Trademark. I (laughs) know. Don't use Amulon while breastfeeding. Don't use Amulon while pregnant. May cause violent diarrhea, dizziness, and vomiting. Amulon, Amulon. Everybody needs some Amulon. (laughs) And had begun to till the ground. Okay, take it away, verse 32. Now the name of the leader of those priests was Amulon, (gasps) funnily enough.
1: And it came to pass that Amulon did plead with the Lamanites, and he also sent forth their wives, who were the daughters of the Lamanites, to plead with their brethren that they should not destroy their husbands. I don't know what that cost them.
0: Uh, He's doing the old thing that he did before, where they just send out the ladies as some kind of shield. Right. And the Lamanites
1: had a compassion on Amulon and his brethren and did not destroy them because of their wives.
0: Oh. And
1: Amulon and his brethren did join the Lamanites and they were traveling in the wilderness in search of the land of Nephi when they discovered the land of Helam, which was possessed by Alma and his brethren. Okay, so now I see where we're going.
0: So just to confirm here, the people that went after King Limhi, who are now safely back in Mosiah's territory, they got... Got lost and ran into the ex-priests of Noah in the wilderness where apparently everyone can get lost, but everyone can also be found. It's a great, great, wonderful place. (laughs) (laughs) And now they're best buddies, it seems like. Because of the women. Women bringing people together. And it came to pass that the Lamanites promised unto Alma and his brethren that if they would show them the way which led to the land of Nephi, that they would grant unto them their lives and their liberty. Oh, liberty. Right. And after Alma had showed them the way that led to the land of Nephi, the Lamanites would not keep their promise, but they set guards round about the land of Helam over Alma and his brethren. And the remainder of them went to the land
1: of Nephi, and a part of them returned to the land of Helam, and also brought with them the wives and the children of the guards who had been left in the land. And the king of the Lamanites had granted unto Amulon that he should be a king and a ruler over his people who were in the land of Helam. Nevertheless, he should have no power to do anything contrary to the will of the king of the Lamanites.
0: That's really confusing. See that bit there where it's like, where the children of the guards who had been left in the land. Which land? Uh, I think in Amulon. Hold on.
1: Where is Amulon now? He was in charge of the priests of King Noah, and they had taken over the land and called it after their leader, Amulon. And the leader, named Amulon, he pled with the Lamanites and sent out his wives, remember? Mm. And they kept Amulon and didn't destroy them. <laughs> but then when it came, when they ran into Alma, then they kind of screwed over Alma. I know, it's confusing. This book, you have to, like, make it a full-time job to try to understand it. <laughs> As we are right now, I mean, we're going to be lucky if we survive World War Three. Oh, uh, we'll be alright. Well, I'm watching Mutiny Live on the Russian Wagner Chief of the, you know, vows to punish top brass of Russia.
0: It's getting spicy over there. Yeah,
1: I mean, the warlords are having a violent showdown.
0: But we don't call them warlords, do we? What do we call them? Oligarchs. Anyways. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go. Yes, have a good week. Have a nice day. <laughs> Talk Thanks, to you Thanks, bye. Bye.